Hello, and welcome to episode 20 of Sparkle and Destroy podcast. I am Haley Crusher Kane, and you are listening to a podcast today that is based on my experience at the Santa Barbara Girls Rock Camp this past July. Um, it was an insane experience. I've always wanted to be involved in this uh, nonprofit organization. Basically, um, it takes young uh, females and femme-identifying children um, through the process of learning instruments, writing their own songs, and then performing them. Um, I was a performer, so I was able to come with my guitar, and I brought my electric guitar because, let's face it, Haley with uh, acoustic guitar by herself would have been a complete train wreck. Um, I uh, I brought my little uh, Dan Electra reverb spring pedal and my sparkle uh, Gretsch and plugged in and played some extremely punk rock <laughs> songs for these young girls who were from the ages of like seven to 13, um, which was a very interesting experience because I would say that, first of all, a lot of these kids don't necessarily go to concerts. They're young kids, right? So I it made me realize how much of what we do at concerts is programmed into our um, like consciousness. Like because we go to concerts, so we know you're supposed to clap, or you're supposed to like do this or that. And it made me realize how much I am not used to playing in front of small rooms of small humans and how beautiful an experience that is and how impressionable these minds are. Um, the first thing I said when I got um, to the school and, and plugged in and the kids all sat down cross-legged and settled down a little bit, got the wiggles out, was I said, you know, when I was young girl, I had a lot of stories and things that I wanted to tell the world, but I w wasn't sure if my story was really important. And um, I told them, I think your stories are important. And if you take away anything from this uh, silly thing that I'm going to do right now, I hope the thing that you take away is that you, whatever is in your heart and your mind is absolutely worth putting out into the world. And so that was important for me to get off my chest right away. And then I went straight into my, well, first uh, there was a question, a little girl like raised her hand, you know, put her hand in the air and I said, okay, I'll take one question. And she said, where's the rest of your band? <laughs> and um, I could relate to this question because I have long said, and this might be controversial to some, but I have long, long said, if you are, um, you know, people ask me all the time, like, hey, will you do this solo set? Hey, like, will you just bring your guitar and play a solo set? And I always say no. And the reason I say no is because Whenever I see a singer-songwriter with just their guitar, I always have the same question in my head, which is, where are their friends? And then I become skeptical, like, do they have any friends? Does anybody want to play with this person? Like, it's kind of hard to know if your songs suck if you don't, like, bring them to a group. And I'm always skeptical of singer-songwriters, which is probably really uh, judgmental and rude and, and comes off, like, really pompous but that's just my own thing. <laughs> and I, I laughed and I said, you know, my band couldn't make it. Um, but you know, I brought, I brought myself, I brought my songs and I hope that you like them. And then I, I said, you know, when you guys watch YouTube videos, do you give them a thumbs up or a thumbs down? 
And um, I'm like, you don't give them thumbs down, do you? And the kids went, no, no, we always give a thumbs up. And I said, well, if you don't like what I'm doing, you can thumbs down me and I will unplug and I will leave the room immediately. And uh, they laughed and it was kind of funny. Um, the counselor that was there, who was really cool, um, shout out to Devin, I believe that's her name, uh, was like, oh, no, 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 no thumbs downing because, you know, kids are chaos. Like some kids would decide to create a riot, you know, like it's very interesting to be in a musical situation with young impressionable minds and, and, and clean slates, you know, they automatically had questions. They automatically, you know, could have caused a lot of chaos and gotten pretty crazy, but I think they were, um, you know, conditioned to sit still or try to sit still. I was a little bit bummed. I couldn't do a song that they could sing along to, but what are you going to do? So it was pretty funny. I tried to like jazz it up for them. I did a lot of like that like windmill guitar thing where you like swing your arm around and like 360 degrees and like and like jump in the air like, yeah, you know, because I just thought when I was a little girl, that was the kind of stuff that like when I saw it, I just thought this is a thing you can do. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Um, so I was quite ridiculous. Um, but, um, really it was the girls that they were the best part of it. At the end of the performance, I was shocked. You guys, I was shocked that like a line of all the girls came up with their notebooks and wanted my autograph, which I'm not like about that stuff. You know that that's not my thing, but the fact that they were all so excited and they had their little pencils and I had remembered stickers, I thought, what do, you, what do these girls want? They probably want stickers. So I brought a bunch of stickers and I was able to give out, you know, 50 stickers or 30 stickers. Um, I think there are about maybe 25, 30 kids there. And so I, I ran out of stickers, unfortunately, but I was able to give out some of them. And uh, I got some questions that were interesting, like, you know, questions about songwriting and questions about... Um, learning guitar, just like, just short little questions. I wasn't really able to spend a ton of time with the kids. So I think next year I will volunteer um, to do that. Um, this podcast is actually an interview with one of uh, the amazing uh, uh, Girls Rock Camp Santa Barbara staff members. Uh, Chloe Danger is on the podcast today. Sorry to borrow, to, sorry to <laughs> bury the lead there, Chloe. Um, I interviewed three lovely, um, talented, kind of, you know, powerful, empowered, uh, groovy, modern uh, people for this podcast, one of which wasn't able to uh, release the interview because there was some issues with um, her mother uh, not wanting it out. So uh, one of them has been nixed, unfortunately. But we do have two in this series. And the first is Chloe Danger uh, of Chloe Danger and the Chaperones. Um, absolutely stick around for some of her songs, which will be playing in this podcast. Uh, I have to tell you, this was one of those I'm in the field doing my thing. It was like 90 plus degrees. It was so hot. Uh, my poor little fingers were like hot dogs. I was just sweating. And when I play guitar, I'm just like the worst. I just, I get so sweaty. My hands get so swollen. I'm like the weirdest person. I don't know anyone else that has sweatier hands than me. I mean, my strings corrode in like 
a week. Like I need to change my strings constantly, which is why I'm always breaking strings, by the way, because my my body like wants to destroy the guitar. Like it just wants the entire instrument to corrode and like fall apart and rust and break, which is like most things that I, I touch. I mean, not people, but you know, my boots just fell apart. My favorite glasses just fell apart. I busted through my favorite leotard uh, stage outfit not too long ago. I mean, I just use stuff up until it is obliterated. But anyways, I'm going off on a tangent here. Um, what was I saying? Yes, it was hot. It was crazy. I was trying to do this out in the field. I had my handy dandy digital recorder with me, not a professional setup necessarily. So I apologize. There is some wind you're going to hear, but I don't know. It doesn't bother me that much. Just imagine us like out, you know, in this beautiful courtyard um, at this beautiful private school um, that they were able to use. And um, just imagine us sitting at a park, you know, a picnic bench, um, just shooting the shit and chewing the fat. And that's kind of how the interviews went down. So I hope you enjoyed this one. And I hope that it, um, you know, enlightens you a little bit about Girls Rock Camp, which is a believe it's a worldwide organization. It's at least national. There's plenty of camps all over the place. They happen uh, throughout the year. So I will link to more information about that um, in the podcast notes and all the info for uh, Chloe Danger will also be in the podcast notes. Uh, we also have some shows coming up. Haley and the Crushers will be on tour once again because... Okay, I have to open this LaCroix too. Because, my friends, my new album, Cool Lame, on Eccentric Pop Records is coming out on September 28th, 2018. It has been at least two years of dreaming and scheming. Uh, multiple drives up to Oakland to make things happen. Tears, uh, sweat, obviously um plenty of crazy shows all over the place um and it's happening so please join me at some of these shows because i have this brand new record and it is yellow and it is coming in the mail any day now and i would love for you to take one home um we are having a show on um this may actually be out before after this happens but uh, we have a show on um, September 9th uh, in San Francisco at the Parkside for Bargain Fest. And the lineup is insane. Just go Google Bargain Fest at the Parkside and you will find it. Um, we have a show on the 28th at Boo Boo Records in San Luis Obispo, California, our stomping grounds for our actual album release. And that uh, album release show is going to feature some really fun um, set pieces that uh, the band, plus uh, Neil Breton, our favorite local artist, created for our Summer Crush pool party, which was, by the way, really freaking fun, Tiki edition, third one ever, and definitely the most people we've ever had at one of these events. Um, shout out again to Slow Girl for being there and DJing. Um, shout outs to uh, Rick Storer and Mike Zaliski and um, everyone that came out to support. Um, we had the Slow Queerdos, amazing drag queens come out. Um, really cool that Slow has a really vibrant drag community right now and queer community. So like shout out for this intersectional weirdness that we were able to create um, a couple weeks ago. Thank you so much to everyone that came out. If you dressed up, if you danced, if you just came and check out, checked out the comedy, the drag, or the music, like, 
thank you for doing that. And thank you to Nautical Bean and Slow for, you know, having the 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 heart to <laughs> put on such a weird and random event. So anyway, uh, some of those set pieces, including a very, very um, reclusive, but uh, mysterious and alluring uh, aquatic person may be doing some dancing um, at this event. Uh, I'll leave it at that. Uh, <laughs> uh, we, will, we will have um, our vinyl record, we will have our CDs, and we will have uh, limited edition Crushers coloring books. So come on down to Booba Records on the 28th. Then we have a bunch of tour dates um, from LA all the way up to Seattle that are is happening this October through November. And if you want those dates, I'm not going to bore you here. Just go onto the website, um, HaleyInTheCrushers.com, or find us on Bandcamp. All our dates are up there. And check back, because like I said, we are doing a whole West Coast situation. Oh my goodness. Well, I think that pretty much wraps it up. Um, if you do want to um, enter our free pizza Spotify pre-save contest, that is available now. You can find that um if you go to Haley and the Crushers Facebook or Instagram, it's the link in the bio. Um, you'll have to follow that link to uh, sign up. Basically, if you if you pre-save the album on Spotify, you may be getting a free pizza delivered to your house, and you can choose whatever topping you want. So far, toppings have included sawdust, human baby tears, Mavis farts. I mean, you can make it as creative as you want. Like, throw it at us. We will make it happen, Okay. Um, I think that's all the business I needed to do before we get into this conversation. Again, this is my chat with the one, the only Chloe Danger. Enjoy! You don't want to fuck with us, laugh with us. 
and I started here as a student uh, when I was like 16 oh, and wow. then I was like the first teen intern that we had here uh-huh. uh, so it was kind of interesting to go from like student to intern to staff member now so you're staff you're not volunteer that's great yeah. <laughs> that's interesting to get a perspective on mm-hmm. that because um, Liliana is volunteer right she's yeah. not staff Okay, cool. But before we do that, are you from Santa Barbara? Like, yeah. what's your what's your background in music? And, like, what forced you or what, like, per- propelled you to do this? Like, mm-hmm. what made you want to do this? Uh, so I've grown up in Santa Barbara, like, born and raised. Um, my dad was, like, a musician in, like, the 80s and stuff when he was, like, a teenager. Oh, yeah? Was he into, uh, like, punk rock? Or? Yeah, so he had, like, a punk band What was and it stuff. called? Uh, the Jerk and Gherkins. Oh, <laughs> my God. And he's had, like, a lot of different bands, but that's, like, usually the most If I look one. him up, can I find him on some, like, random compilation um, from the 80s on YouTube? <laughs> maybe. I know there's, like, a video uh, that he had me edit and post on YouTube oh of him, God. like, playing a show that's in, amazing. like, 1980-something. Wow, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then when I was, like, a teenager in high school, when I was, like, 15, I started playing in, like, my own punk bands, and they cool. were awful, like, <laughs> Same. we didn't know how to play <laughs> instruments yet, so we were just kind of making everything yeah, yeah, yeah. up, and, like, it was fun, yeah. but then, like, that kind of ended, because I started wanting to do, like, kind of more things, and kind of, like, refining things uh-huh. a little bit, and so then... I started going to Girls Rock for lessons to take bass. Uh, Why bass? A lot of people don't choose bass. Because, uh, like, I tried to learn guitar when I was younger, but then it was, like, too much for my fingers, and it's I didn't lot. like it, and I just kept getting frustrated. It's a lot. It's yeah. a lot. You have to really want to play mm-hmm. guitar. Yeah. And but, then, I mean, bass, you have mm-hmm. to want to play it, too, but it does, there's something kind of simplistic, mm-hmm. like, not simplistic, yeah. but something really nice about it. Yeah, like, I always say that bass is easy to learn, but then hard to master, because yeah. it's one of those things where, like, if you want to just play bass, you can play bass. Right. But then if you want to play bass really well, it'll be really hard. Yeah. And it's hard to sustain with your fingers. Mm-hmm. I mean, it really does take a lot out of your finger, like your yeah. finger pads. Yeah. I used to get so many blisters oh, just from like finger picking. What were your girl bands called? Or were they girl bands? <laughs> I don't know why I'm saying girl <laughs> bands. I had yeah. a, I had like an all girl punk band when I was like yeah. 16. So that's, I don't know why I'm saying that. Yeah. Because mine like uh, first... We had, like, a band that had, like, one boy, but it was mostly girls, but, like, 
we never really like did much but we were called pms oh, for great. pretty much screwed um <laughs> and then that's amazing uh, then we kicked the boy out and like started doing kind of like slightly different things and we were the lazy susans oh that's so good yeah. is that already taken now or what um, that's amazing yeah i think I think there's some band in like Texas or something oh, called awesome. the Lazy Susans, but I think we spelled Susan with a Z so that we was could a get away with Z. it. <laughs> Should have been. Should have is, is there a certain experience of a young person through the camp that you've like witnessed their transformation in like a really positive light? And then my second question is, this I might be totally mm-hmm. off track here, but I know there's a lot of competition between um, women and women identifying people. Mm-hmm. I wonder if you come up against um, infighting, because like we were just talking about how everyone mm-hmm. says they say you rock, like yeah, God, I'm sorry. And I saw on the wall everyone's mm-hmm. talking about um, each other, like oh, so and so is a great drummer, so and so is a great play- yeah. bass player. I freaking love that, but mm-hmm. the, the pessimistic part of me says like, do you come up against? the opposite of that sometimes Mm. or like how do you diffuse that thing that's like distilled inside women or Mm -hmm. women identifying people like yeah those two things yeah Uh (laughs) I feel like for like the kind of competition yeah yeah. like I honestly like don't think I've witnessed a lot of that at girls rock because like they're like of course they're going to be like clashes and things and like people disagreeing but for the most part I feel like all the staff members are really great about just like as soon as you see like people kind of butting heads at all like kind of diffusing situations yeah. and How saying do you do like that, I mean uh, it's a lot of like finding compromises mm. and like usually when I see kids like finding about things it's like oh I want this band name and you want that band name right. or like I want like this kind of a song and you want that kind of a song like you want to play something that's like rock and I want something that's like soft and pop and then it's a lot of just like figuring out like okay so you want your band name to be something cute and you want something creepy so let's find something it's more like the way that you guys set up the camp Mm -hmm. or the larger entity sets it up that it's not it's set up in such a way that like those issues don't really come up yeah so it's like a safe space yeah so I wonder that sometimes mm -hmm. you know you go into any classroom and you'll see like these tendencies mm-hmm. kind of coming out that are like very um it's like internalized misogyny yeah. and other things like that mm-hmm. where you're like you weren't born with this who mm-hmm. how did this get into you yeah <laughs> you know yeah. you're eight years old how like how did you learn to do this mm-hmm. to another girl or whatever yeah you know? and like we do have things where there's like these like cultural differences sometimes or like Ooh, yeah or like differences in like privilege where there will be like some girl that comes in from like Montecito who's like well I've got like 20 electric guitars at home and yeah. I can get like anything I want and another girl yeah. who comes in on scholarship who has like never been able to hold a guitar oh, before God, that's amazing. and like yeah. it's their first time doing it and like yeah. there was a girl these, that, like, yeah, that was mm-hmm. saying like oh like my dad's in Jack Johnson's mm-hmm. band and I'm like that's awesome but then yeah. it made me think immediately I was like oh my god if she says that to somebody mm-hmm. who's doesn't feel like they are worthy mm-hmm. or yeah. being here like that's mm-hmm. gonna like make their heart hurt like yeah I know I don't belong here like mm-hmm these you know these people know celebrities mm-hmm. or like you said like have great gear or whatever yeah. so mm-hmm. that's so, interesting yeah, yeah. i think so, it's cool yeah. like everyone does a really good job of just like kind of trying to get everybody on a level plane and just saying like and we do like skits and things in the morning yeah. of like there's one that's like too cool to rock where someone's <laughs> like oh well like i've been doing this for like 10 years and i don't need to like practice or anything <laughs> and then one person's like this is my first time doing it like i think this is really cool yeah. and then you just kind of go like yeah like 
That's everybody funny. should just be looking at this in like a positive way and just be like ready to learn and do you ready practice to, like, a lot yeah That's like cool. uh, yeah like uh I don't really play bass as much anymore because okay. I've been doing like uh in my band right now I play guitar so uh-huh. I like been doing more guitar but like it's cool coming here and then like playing just bass yeah. for weeks and, like your, what's it. your practice for like practicing like what's mm-hmm. your how do you do it at home uh, or do you do with friends because I, I practice mm-hmm. with my band but I don't I just realized like I never just sit down and practice like, yeah maybe that would be good yeah you like know? it's really nice with my band right now because we have like almost every Tuesday we practice so we just have like three hours of practice every Tuesday and it's so nice to have like kind of routine and just like kind of keeping each other yeah. checking because like occasionally we'll like someone will be sick or something and then we'll end up going like three weeks without practicing yeah that's rough uh, but then when we get back together, it's like, okay, cool, we're going to do this. Yeah. Like, next week we need to make a yeah. plan. And then, like, for me at home, like, I, would, I definitely don't practice every day. I was going to say, if you yeah. do that, I'm going to be, like, so skeptical yeah. of you because I feel like when you're a kid, you do. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember being, like, a young girl, like, in my mm-hmm. room by myself with the guitar. Yeah. And, like, you don't have people to play with. And maybe you're isolated. Mm-hmm. Like, I was very isolated. Yeah. And, like, geographically mm-hmm. isolated. So I just played to records. Like, mm-hmm. I would play with the Ramones or I'd play with the bands that I liked and Mm -hmm. that was the way I did it and now when I look back I'm like I want to do that now yeah (laughs) I should do more of that now (laughs) yeah like I definitely remember dragging like my huge bass amp into my room that I could like barely move (laughs) and just like setting it down and sitting in front of it and just practicing for like hours in my room just alone oh yeah yeah Mm -hmm. like and it's like I kind of romanticize that now yeah so um to kind of wrap this up is there mm-hmm. a transformational story like without revealing names of the, mm-hmm. ch- the kids like what was there something that ever like really surprised you or something where you thought oh my god like this is this was a worst case scenario that turned out really good mm-hmm. or something like that uh like just this summer like uh at the sleepaway camp we had uh some girls from out of town uh who had like come in from another country and stuff and like uh when they first got there there were two of them that were younger that were twins who were going up to like a trans camper and saying like you're not a boy you're lying (gasps) and we were trying to explain because we know there's like cultural differences and things and we were like trying to explain that like and like also trying to put it in like 10 year old language of sure yeah okay so they're like kind of a boy and kind of a girl like yeah they look like a girl oh god I did not envy your job there and like trying to kind of like still validate their gender but also validate this other like cultural Mm -hmm. feeling and stuff and then like one of them met someone who's like gender fluid and was just like immediately taken with them and just had this like really great connection and then started saying like oh well I'm like them I'm a girl and a boy and when we asked like what pronouns do you want to use they were like whatever pronouns they use I want those pronouns because I'm like them and was just like clinging onto them all week and was like crying when they left because like they didn't want to say goodbye and like writing them all these letters like saying like I love you you're so great like wow I'm like you and it was like so cool to see like these young people like finding their identity and finding people that they identify with yeah, because imagine they, that per, that person didn't mm-hmm. find that other person yeah. until, like, they were 15 or 20. Yeah. Or, like, that changes a lot of the mm-hmm. suffering and, like, allows... It's like seeing an open window. Like, yeah. knowing there's, like, oh, there's this other way of being. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, well, that works mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, so it's always cool when we see things like that of kids coming in who, like, 
maybe it's like their first time having an adult call them by the right pronouns or oh like my the goodness. first time that someone's really like validated their identity yeah and it's like so powerful and cool to see do you think all the parents are pretty liberal minded or is it a mix like do you think some people um, just some kids get dropped here because they want their kid to learn something <laughs> there's definitely there's definitely like a lot of parents that are like really cool with everything yeah, and yeah. show up and they're like yeah girls are out cool they're gonna learn about like feminism and yeah. stuff and then there's other parents who just think like they don't know oh it's a music camp that's cute and like yeah. i think uh <laughs> cute yeah it's i a think good like, one. some of the other counselors like i wasn't there the week that this happened but i think last summer uh like a dad came and picked his daughter up early and when they asked like is there any reason like we want to make sure that we're like yeah there's something wrong we we can fix it yeah and he said something about like i don't know what kind of lesbianism you're teaching at this camp but i don't want my daughter here lesbianism (laughs) we all like laugh about that yeah it's really funny (laughs) Uh, but like but also so sad because like, you're yeah. just like, wow, you mm-hmm. just took her out of this amazing experience yeah. because, like, you have a mm-hmm. fragile sense of your own masculinity. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Good and, job. And, like, there's things, like, uh, we used to do, like, a Black Lives Matter workshop, uh, and we had, like, this huge poster that said, like, Black Lives Matter, and we were taking, uh, like, letters from the girls to give to, like, the families oh, of, like, my God. people that were killed by, like, wow. police brutality. Wow. And it was, like, such a powerful, like... Uh, workshop that we did yeah. but then uh, I remember like when the parents were going to be coming in for the next week we had this whole like staff debate of like if we should leave the banner up still because we were saying like yeah like we shouldn't be like hiding that we're doing this but also if there's parents that are like not liberal and they're bringing their kids and they think it's just a music camp but yeah. that's all they're going to be doing oh, and then they just it. see this big black lives matter like yeah. banner they might like interpret that wrong or like if that's we're not able to like explain why we're doing these things and they just see that do right you, off the do bat do you think that might be why you guys aren't you guys don't necessarily have like local partnerships so much because mm-hmm. there is that politicized part of it and it's hard mm-hmm. to sell because nobody wants to take a side on anything yeah is that it so I was just thinking, like, like, this would be mm-hmm. such an amazing opportunity for a local business to, like, put their name out there. But mm-hmm. I could imagine them being a little freaked out, you know, especially yeah. in this kind of community, which is very, mm-hmm. like, soft and, like, not, you know, rocking the boat and all yeah, that. Yeah, like, like, Santa Barbara is definitely one of those towns where, like, was like that everyone, like, pretends that they're very liberal, yeah. but then they're still, like, that's so funny. That's kind so, of that's more middle of the way on said, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Interesting. Like these are all questions mm-hmm. that I, like you're quenching yeah. my questioners. Uh-huh. Um, so this podcast is called Sparkle and Destroy, and mm-hmm. it's like sparkle hard and destroy boundaries. Yeah. And I wonder if you have any like thing to say about that or um, how you might like advice you might give in that vein. Um. Not to put you on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like. I always like just the kind of like kill them with kindness kind of thing and just like being like so wonderful and fabulous that people just can't disagree with you. Yeah, I like that too. Mm-hmm. I, I I tend to go with the sugar too. Mm-hmm. Catch more flies with that or whatever. Yeah. I don't know why people want flies. Yeah. <laughs> I guess flies are the prize in this mm-hmm. analogy. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for talking yeah. with me. <laughs> Yay. All right. Now, how do we start this thing? Yeah. <laughs>
shout about the boosts they got The ones that they gave Was slamming around to their Black flag If you really care You find your own thing Stealing your parents Is just damn lazy I'm sorry but whenever We go to shows You're so disappointed That they all got old But that's the way That it's gonna go With moving from 30 years ago song <laughs> so much that was chloe danger with punk is dead uh the track you heard earlier in the podcast is Susie homemaker you can find all of chloe danger's music or some of it on her Bandcamp page and you can also find um, an email address to contact her there Thank you so much, Chloe, for uh, just sharing your your insight. Um, I agree. Kill them with kindness. That is the way to go. If you want to get in touch with Sparkle and Destroy podcast, you can email me at sparkleanddestroypod at gmail.com. You can find me on Instagram at sparkleanddestroypod. But I really hang out more at my band Instagram. That's Haley and the Crutch. Haley and the Crushers. No crutches yet. That's H-A-Y-L-E-Y, and I hope to see you on the road. As always, sparkle hard and destroy harder. Punk is dead!